When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? It is Ricky the Blue, the football beat writer and associate editor of TechSideline.com. I uh, wanted to bring you guys a mini podcast on Virginia Tech's loss to Clemson on last Saturday night, which was certainly a spectacle, um, especially before the game with all the fireworks and the flyover, the card stunt in the first quarter. Virginia Tech definitely pulled out all the stops to make that game as, as fun as they could for the fans and for all the recruits that were there. Uh, but obviously on the field, it didn't go the way they wanted. <clears throat> a 31-17 loss to Clemson. Uh, obviously, Virginia Tech wanted to be a bit more competitive in that game than they were. But it became clear that they just could not handle Clemson's front. Um, because of Clemson's defensive line, Virginia Tech's offensive game plan was very simple. They wanted to get the ball out as quickly as possible. They tried to use as much misdirection as they could. We saw a ton of, of jet sweeps, uh, halfback draws, uh, quarterback draws, uh, quick slants, screens, th- those sorts of plays. But the problem with that is that you, have, um, you can't really generate a consistent offense if, if those plays are going to be most of your play calling. Uh, obviously, Clemson's defensive line was able to wreak havoc all game. And because Clemson's defensive line is so good, they didn't really need to bring any more rushers. So oftentimes we saw six, seven, sometimes eight defenders in coverage for Clemson. And when you have that, it's really hard to get anything going in the passing game just because there are so many defenders in the passing lane. So um, you you really just have to tip your hat to Clemson. They, They have an excellent defense. They had a great game plan. And they executed it to perfection. And Virginia Tech just didn't have the right answers on Saturday. And that's just how it is. Uh, I want to move to the other side of the ball. Uh, Clemson's Kelly Bryant obviously wasn't a a great passer on Saturday night. But I think he was a little bit better than we all expected. He was able to complete some big passes. Only 12-21. But did have 186 yards and a touchdown. No interceptions, which I think was the big key for Kelly Bryant. Uh, but really the main thing for Kelly was his ability to run the football, making guys miss in the open field, making guys miss in the pocket, and avoiding sacks. Uh, he finished with 94 rushing yards, so just under that that uh, that 100-yard that number that Virginia Tech fans have been worrying about for a while. But again, Clemson, or Clemson's Kelly Bryant was terrific in this game. I thought their skill players were solid in this game. Virginia Tech's defense did a relatively good job of keeping Clemson contained. Uh, If you think about it, Tech's defense only gave up 24 points out of those 31 that the Tigers scored uh, because you had the 7 on the pick 6. So I think that Tech fans should be pretty happy in terms of Virginia Tech's ability to defend Clemson uh, rather consistently after the broken coverage. Uh, Obviously, the big big key in this game was ended up being the turnovers. Not that Virginia Tech would have won this game if they were able to not turn the ball over, but those three turnovers definitely did them in. Josh Jackson throws two interceptions. Uh, he had just one coming into the game. Uh, th- then we have the Trayvon McMillan fumble, which at the beginning of the third quarter, that was really a gut punch because it seemed like Virginia Tech had started to gather some momentum heading in, or heading into the second half, and it just kind of evaporated from there. 
Uh, I, I want to get into an, another thing that we were we found out after the game is that Brandon Faison, who was starting in place of Adonis Alexander, who did play versus the Clemson Tigers, but Brandon Faison apparently sprained his ankle against Clemson. We're not sure the severity of that. We're not sure what his availability is moving forward, um, but we were just told it was a sprained ankle. And if that is the case, Virginia Tech needs him back because they are extremely thin right now in the secondary uh, with Divine Diablo out. Thankfully, thankfully for them, they were able to get Adonis Alexander back for this game. But if you were looking at some of the some of the defensive packages that they were putting together later in the second half, we saw a lot of Dion Newsom at the at the nickel spot. We saw some Mook Reynolds at free safety. We saw some Terrell Edmonds at Rover, as well as cornerback. So Virginia Tech was really having to switch guys up and get creative on the defensive end. And if, if they're going to be able to stop teams consistently, especially when they have to play uh, teams like Miami or North Carolina who likes to throw it around, they're going to need to be healthy in the secondary. Uh, obviously, after this game, you would expect a bit of a drop in the in the AP and the coaches' polls. Well, Virginia Tech fell to 16th in the Associated Press Top 25 and fell to 19th in the Amway coaches' poll. I thought the, the dropping to 19 was a bit too much. I feel like when you lose to the number two team, uh, I feel like you should get a little bit of a pass for that. Uh, obviously, Clemson's one of the best teams in the country. I know that some people think that they are the best team uh, over Alabama. I think that the that the number 16 ranking in the AP Top 25 is a bit more indicative of where this team is right now. And obviously, we'll find out more about this team as they play teams like Georgia Tech and Miami later in the schedule. Um, well, that's all I got for you guys today. Uh, we will have uh, Will Stewart's Monday thoughts later today. Also, Justin Fuente will have his weekly Monday press conference around noon. Uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter at Ricky the Blue, and I'll be tweeting out from that press conference anything that's that's notable. Uh, Boston College is next up on the schedule for for, for Virginia Tech, 7:15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. That that's at Boston College. Uh, this is a really important ACC game for Virginia Tech after picking up their first ACC loss. If the Hokies are going to have a chance to win the ACC Coastal, they really can't afford to lose any of these big games, and they need to beat teams like Duke and Miami and Georgia Tech. All right, guys, that's all I got for you. We will have a full episode of the TSL Podcast later this week with Will Stewart and Chris Coleman. But for now, I'm Ricky LeBlue signing off.